Hey everybody, welcome to Continue Watching. My name is Anton. And this is Tyler. I am Trey. And today we are watching The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Uh, this, of course, is the English version that came out uh, a year later than uh, after the Swedish version. Uh, so this one came out in 2011. Actually, I think the Swedish version came out in 2009, so two years. Uh, but this one has uh, Daniel Craig. Uh, they all speak English, so you don't have to do subtitles. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and, hurry and jump into the description real quick. And this is, of course, Trey's show, or choice, so he gets to oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> introduce that. Let me pull up the IMDb on it real fast. <laughs> um... I, dear speakers, was um, I don't know if I'm fortunate or unfortunate enough. I saw the I, I didn't watch the German version. I didn't properly explain it to, to everyone else here that uh, we were watching the American version, or there even was one. So both of them watched the German version or the Swedish version first. Um, short and sweet. Journalist Mikhail Blomkvist is aided in his search for a woman who has been missing for forty years by Lisbeth Salander, a young computer hacker. So that's the description, which I don't really necessarily think it gives it uh, a good one. Like, I think that leaves a lot out, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to yeah, be talking about it now, anyway. <laughs> that's true. It's a little bit more in-depth. He's a disgraced journalist. She's a sexual assault victim. Uh, those two things, I guess, don't necessarily mirror each other, but... Yeah. But again, even though, I mean, like, it's a, this is a 40-year mystery... So it has some pretty in-depth storylines. Yeah, and I I feel like the... I really like David Fincher's directorial style a lot. Like, I know the movie's a long movie. Most of his movies are. But I really like the fact that he takes his time to tell the stories, and each character feels like a real character. Like, uh, shoot, uh, what's his name? Martin's mom, the successor, the guy, you know, the killer the the guy who inherited being a killer yeah but like even his mom showed up for one scene and she she was so well played in that one scene that we like her whole character you know she's the one who said go away right yeah she's like the next time we need a libelist to write a biography about us we'll give you a call yeah we'll, we'll contact you stupid fuck <laughs> i i do whoa, whoa, whoa. I do have one issue with this movie. I hate the fact that when he's like, oh man, Martin's definitely killing these women, or some sort of women, and uh, then they're like, he's like, hey, do you want to come in for a drink? And he goes, okay, yeah. Like, I'll come in for a drink. Dude, his fear of hurting someone's feelings. Well, and and like you said earlier, we had, uh, me and Tyler had watched the Swedish version, beforehand in in the swedish version he ends up going to the other person's house because he thinks it's him um and he shows up to the house like the actual the killer itself himself um shows up to the house and he's like he's he's a, lun- a lunatic let's you almost died because he gets grazed by a freaking rifle um uh and so he's just like yeah let's just go to my house and get get something to drink and that's when it kind of develops you don't realize that he's the killer until um he's already at the house oh that's interesting 
So yeah. the, he, he goes. Met? He goes to the Nazi guy's house. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Because of all the Jewish names. And yeah. he's like he's snooping around. I think he broke in, right? Anton? He did. Yeah. Yeah. And then he almost gets shot. And then Martin's there too. And I didn't even think anything of it. And then he goes back to Martin's house and he's having a drink and Martin's like, oh, I'm going to, or he says something about the investigation. Like he opens up about it and what they found um, about all the killings. And Martin's like, oh shit. And so he walks away. He's like, oh, I'm going to, I'll call the police, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then um, Mikhail is like, wait a second. Why were you at his house? And then he gets knocked out. Mm. Okay, so the American version is more true to the books um, then, which is weird, like you'd think that the Swedish one would. Because this was written by a Swedish author. I don't know if we covered that. Swedish people don't care, man. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, the Swedish the- version as well was more graphic. Really? Oh, yeah. So... Um, oh yeah! The during the the assault when she goes to his apartment in the Swedish version, he punches her in the face. Whereas, oh. yeah, whereas in the American version or the English version, um, he just like tackles her and like closes the door, and then next thing you see is her tied down to the bed. Like uh, in the Swedish version, he gives her a drink and. She like turns around and then all of a sudden he just nails her right in the face. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, when Martin gets, uh, he dies differently in the Swedish version. He instead of getting uh, like blown up, mm-hmm. he. I mean, he no, he still does, but he he like drives off a cliff because he gets clipped by a semi carrying logs. Hmm. So he falls down this cliff and uh, then he blows up. But then he has, it shows like the pictures of his uh, quote unquote trophies. And that is fucked up. It's just a bunch of dead women. And it's like zoomed in on their faces. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them have like clear bags over their heads. And it makes it unpleasant to watch. Huh. Jeez. Well, I uh, give it a watch because I think we compared the two. Yeah. I liked, I I like this movie more. Like I said, because the director is my favorite director, and he doesn't put out a lot of stuff. It's not very often that he does anything, like every four or five years or so. Then to the source material, because I've read the book too, or listened to the book, a bunch of other stuff, and it. Uh, I don't know, the book's okay, but I I like his directorial style. I feel like it's easy, and he conveys a uh, real sense of dread. I don't, I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, I try to pay attention to the directors a little bit more, but I'm not the best at doing that. But before we started, uh, I realized that the director is the same one did Gone Girl, which I remember watching that, and that was freaking crazy as well. So I think he he does really well with the movies that he creates. Oh, yeah. And uh, Gone Girl is another favorite of mine. Yeah, his he was. It's weird because he's mostly directed uh, music videos. That's where he came from. 
you know, like Madonna, Billy Idol, Iggy Pop, Madonna, George Michael's Freedom. And then he went from that, and he, his very first movie was Alien 3, which I don't know if you guys have ever seen Alien 3, but it's bad. <laughs> uh, but I've, I've watched a lot of documentaries and stuff on it. It's not bad because he was, well, he was a first-time director for movies and stuff like that, but it was more bad because the studio gave him the project when it was halfway through filming and like said, change all this stuff. So it was really, really bad, like a lot. And then he came back, and then he just went back to directing stuff, and then came back with Seven, which I don't know if you guys have seen Seven, but I think I've seen like that like long ago, but I don't remember it. It feels like it could be a prequel to this because his his style is so similar. Like he's only good at one. He only directs in one style, but I really like that style. You know? Yeah. If I could change like one thing about the English version, though, uh, is the in the involvement of Lisbeth. I mean, uh in in the Swedish version, she's a lot more in the thick of it and holds like a higher role in whereas the English version, um she's there and she helps out, but it's it's not too much. Whereas compared to the Swedish version, she's a, like a vital role, like even bigger sooner than the English version. Explain yourself. Well, in the Swedish version, um, she, of course, uh, in the same as the English version, uh, she sends the uh, tip regarding the Bible quotes to him. Um, Whereas the Bible quotes, uh, the email that she sends in the English version was like a good, it felt like a good 30 minutes to an hour later. Um, Weren't the Bible verses tipped off by his daughter? No, that the English version. I don't remember. I think it was that she because she was like going off to Bible camp and she's like, Hey, don't be too hard on the Catholics. And he's like, What the fuck are you talking about? She's like, The Bible quotes. Yeah, it was his uh, it was, yeah, his daughter put it out in the English. And again, it's it's weird that the Swedish version changes so much from the book because the book's cool because it, it trains back and forth between Lisbeth and Bombkist, you know. And it keeps them separate for that long. I think in the English version, it's seventy-five minutes or so before they uh, before they ever meet in person. You know, like like Anton said, it's forever. And it's the same way in the book, but it, you can feel them building towards something. Just to good. me, it's just it's really weird though because um, the one I liked better, of course, not be is the one that's not as true to the book. So it's really interesting to hear the the differences. Oh. What caused him to meet in the English version? I can't Isn't remember. That, oh, he uh, he couldn't. He got stuck with the case, and so he's like, "The person who did this report obviously is hacking into computers and stuff like that. I could definitely oh, yeah. use some help." So he tracked her down. Okay, because in the Swedish one, he's like, "Hey, I got your email. Why'd you send it? And also help me." Yeah, he uh, he tracks her down, which is is nice because it shows him. I feel like the English version, from what what it sounds like in the, uh, the Swedish version, is that he uh, is Blumkist is so much more just his own force. You know what I mean? Like he is independent and he doesn't need Lisbeth around to solve things. Which, especially later in the last two books, it completely shifts gears and it becomes about Lisbeth and it's Lisbeth's story instead of a murder mystery containing both of these people. You know? Yeah. 
Where in the so, the Swedish version as well, you actually get more of her backstory. Yeah, I can I can see why they did that, especially with them planning to uh, with with the sequels that were coming out. Mm-hmm. But this one, they weren't sure if they were going to get a sequel. So I think, and I, the original book wasn't written to be a trilogy. I don't believe it was written as a standalone. Did well enough that he turned it into a trilogy. Oh, yeah. It's, I I can't speak on the book, but movies are good. I really enjoyed them. I enjoyed them so much that I watched both. Um, I know it's a little early in the episode, but uh, you want to put a number out there? Uh, 37. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading the trivia right now for the girl with the dragon tattoo, the Swedish one, and like her mom's in, is in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, she visits her mom. Jeez. Well, so the, the whole backstory, um, which in the English version you just get told... Uh, when they're talking between each other, um, in the in the Swedish version, you actually get a bunch of flashbacks, which you don't really understand at first because you're like, why is she having these flashbacks um, of these these people? Uh, but then you later figure out that she lit her father on fire um, because he, as far as I can remember, she he beats the mom. If I'm, I may be wrong on that, but so that's at essentially least, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she she doubt, uh, gets a cup of gasoline, pours it on him while he's still in the car, and lights him on fire. Yes, and that does happen in the books. It just it's really it's revealed later. Um, like it, it, the the dots finally connect in the final scene in the Swedish version um, is when uh, Martin is uh, after he crashed. He's the car is upside down um, and gasoline is like leaking out of the gas tank or whatever. And he's like, help me, help me out. And then he lights on fire and she just has like the flashback of her doing that to lighting her father on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like it was put in there for the sake of the sequels, which I don't know if you guys watched any of the sequels. Um, no, I haven't. No, they, jeez. Uh, she basically becomes a superhero, like with all the stuff she can do. Like she's already pretty self-sufficient in these movies, you know. Now she has a ton of money. Yeah, not so. And then it's like all of a sudden, and it pops up a few times in Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, where before it's like she's kind of interesting, damaged, damaged, and is working through her own stuff. But so is Mikhail, you know, all that other good things going on. But in the set, she's like, I have a. A photographic memory and all these and i can mimic voices and i know kung fu and like all these crazy things okay i'm doubting the legitimacy goodness i uh sorry i kicked the switch to my power strip and the only (laughs) thing i did do it is my monitor so no well i was just like oh no i just kicked myself off the call (laughs) <laughs> Alright, well, um, let's just go ahead and go to an ad then real quick um, while you go and fix that. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, the this week's ad is placed by some some chill fellows. Uh, <laughs> they are, their podcast is called Carpool Shenanigans. So, again, these are the two people that ride in cars uh, on the way back home from work and record their conversations while they talk about anything and everything. Um, so, they did provide this lovely clip. So, I'm going to go ahead and play that now.
This is Carpool Shenanigans with Justin Mitch. A show about two friends telling stories and making history with everything created and recorded in the car during our commute to and from work. So hop in and put your strap on on. Let's get weird. But, yeah, in the future titles, not only was her father a piece of shit, but I think he was also like a Nazi who was trying to have the perfect super child. Uh, Bro, if she's so OP, and I... I, I want to say this delicately. If she knows Kung Fu... No, I, no, no, definitely. Finish, the, finish that thought. <laughs> explain the assault on her in the first movie. Because, like I said, I'm pretty sure... She just forgot, and it took watching a man burn alive to remember? No, that this well, is... She's I on parole. Think, so? That's her parole she officer. She's getting raped. But you get you got to understand like that's how he set it up. He's like, um, like no one will believe you. He's like, I'm the one who has the power here. Yeah, but also, like I said, I don't think... Okay, in the Swedish one, is it the Swedish one where he puts a handcuff on her, or is it the American one? The American one, he, like, he just tosses her on the bed and handcuffs her before she could do anything. Yeah. Where's the kung fu? In the Swedish one, she just gets decked in the face. Right, and I so don't... I think what happened is he wrote it, and he, like... I don't know. Stieg Larsson's like, man, I created the coolest character ever. If she was a real person, I, uh, she would love me and I would love her. It's his... his uh, She's not going to sleep with you, bro. I think, yeah, it's his his persona. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Do, you know. do you guys understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> he, like, created the perfect woman. And he's like, but also, what if she could do this? And what if she could do this? And what about like this? Writing for Superman. Yeah, it's... It's silly. I don't know. Maybe her superpower is... Oh, that's who it is. He's, he's, he was a former, former Soviet spy. Like, all this other crazy shit. So oh. her dad... It's it's silly. Her dad it, taught him this? Her dad taught her this stuff? No. As he was beating his wife? I don't know. It's... You guys just need to listen to the books. Or maybe we need to sit down and watch the other two movies in the future. Yeah, come over. I have a couch. I know we need to have a movie day, but yeah, we still need I'm to a, s- try to look into like the watch party on Amazon stuff. Too. Oh yeah, <laughs> are we gonna do the Patreon thing for that? Is this even the time to talk about it? Yeah. Oh, um, we do have a, a Patreon set up. Um, I don't have any rewards yet because I'm still trying to get that going. But uh, Patreon is available. So Patreon.com/slash continue watching if you want. Please, only if you want. It's not like. We quit our jobs for this. Don't. Well, we can. But, if, if some of you ingrates start giving us more money. <laughs> I mean, it would be ideal there. to do it uh, as a profession, but. We are trying to work <laughs> up some really cool rewards for the different memberships. So. Could Maybe watch parties, one of them. Maybe yeah. you'll get assigned uh, an autographed picture of my foot. Who knows? That would. Some yeah. Would be into it. I'd buy it. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> but let's see. I'm glad. I, I was a little worried. I wasn't sure that this. Maybe this was like a litmus test. I don't know. I like darker movies like this. I feel like they cha- they're challenging, and it's not not challenging. But I feel like they can say a lot more than than Happy's movies get without getting pretentious. Of course. Sometimes, yeah. As good as I am at being that. All right. So, looking at my. Uh... 
my in-depth notes. Um, I don't think we've talked about this on the call yet, but I think the only thing that I really didn't like about either the Swedish or the American is a weird relationship that comes from uh, Elizabeth and Mikhail. I just didn't, it didn't feel natural. just felt like it happened out of nowhere. Well, where I kind of got from that is the fact that she was a victim of a sexual assault and that was how you heard trying to like take back that power. But I mean, I mean, that's just kind of how I interpreted it with Blomkist. I don't know. She just seems like a sexually open person and maybe he interested her enough that she wanted to uh, see if he was as good at sex as he was lying in magazine articles. Was you know? it, was it clear that in the English version? Cause I can't really remember it. it did she think that he was set up as well from the beginning? Yeah, yeah. You, there's there's scenes of her going into what's his name's, um, into his building and stuff like that, sneaking into his apartment, setting up stuff to spy on him, that kind of stuff. Right. Probably because as soon as she was set to do a background check on him, she looked into and hacked his stuff to see if it was true. You know, nah, I mean, true about him being set up. Mm-hmm. Like what he was writing. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't like the whole. Hey, we're working together. By the way, uh, let's fuck. Now, to be fair, I don't feel like he was even given an option by her. You know, uh, just turning, uh, reacquiring the power. I don't really. I didn't really feel that aspect. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a dumb man. No, I'm. I'm with you there. It's. It. uh, What do you do? You complain about it on a podcast. I wish you wouldn't. This movie's basically perfect. A lot of things are really good about this movie. And that's not something that... It's not something that ruins the movie for me. It's just something that I wish wasn't in it. Not that I don't like relationships in cinema, but I don't like feeling like I'm watching something forced. Yeah, it definitely did feel forced. I can give you that. That's kind of how I felt in uh, the newer Star Wars. With Finn and, um, what's her name? Rose? Oh, female Jar Jar? <laughs> Rude. Yeah. The only Asian in space. The only Asian in space. Besides no. her sister, but she's dead. So Yeah, I don't know what that was. It felt almost like a romance, but also like friendship. And it just felt too fast to be a romance, but also too heavy to be a friendship. It just wasn't good. Well, I don't even understand too well how it even ended. Like, he knew that, or she knew, and he told her that he is there to visit with his daughter. And then she, like, sees them walking to a car. She just throws away the stuff that he was going to give him and just rides off. Like, I don't think that was his daughter. Yeah, that was the girl. That was Robin. Oh, from the Millennium? Robin Wright's character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the, I thought it was the daughter. No, I couldn't. I couldn't see it that well, so I was thinking it was the daughter, and so I was like, "Why the hell is she getting pissed off that he's with his daughter?" Yeah, he was there to visit his daughter. He told her, and he did, but he also had sex with that gal. And but uh, she also knew that he was like he had that relationship for sure. I think she was just expecting something more than. Uh, yeah, I think they're both in the wrong because I feel like he's kind of just having his cake and eating it too. Yeah. Like, he's not really caring about their feelings. Yeah, I think she, she's in the wrong because she's like, she 
just went so far in when she knew because she did the research and I'm pretty sure in this, in the American version, she's the one who's like, yeah, he doesn't go down on her enough. He does. She does say that. I think she kind of got uh, in her head, like that he would choose her over anyone else because of what they've been through. But he should have gave, she should have given her more money. Something. Um, yeah, it's just one of those, like I said, expectations can do stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that's something I don't like about it. I'm saying that's something I don't like about that character or both characters. Because I, like I said, I think they're both in the wrong. Yeah. Oh, well, and I don't know. Shit, stuff gets wild. I would be super happy if there was no sequels. If it ended like it did, just like I said, two. Well, just forget about the others, and there's your there's your wish. I will do that, but also I'm gonna watch them and read it, listen to them again. So I can't help you with that, friend. That's true. I, another thing I just remembered. Another thing I don't really like about the American one is like watching the Swedish one because I watched that one first. Um, it felt I don't want to say sincere because that makes me sound kind of snobby, but more sincere when they weren't speaking English with accents. Um, yeah, which brings up, um, he bring, which brings up my favorite piece of trivia is that everyone's like, we're going to do Swedish accents because it takes place in Sweden. And Rooney Mara actually got a lot of crap because everyone's like, she says like she sounded Russian or Polish, which I don't know about you guys. It sounded just fine to me. If you're not British or French, then you're, have a, a German accent, I feel like. But, uh, Close, yeah. And then Daniel Craig is, some of the, like, we want everyone to do Swedish accents. And Daniel Craig just says, no, that's dumb. And just talk normal. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I really thought that was pretty funny. He's like, nope, sorry. Stupid. Yeah, I don't like that, that they're doing Swedish accents for. I don't know. And I don't want to say because I'm not a big fan of saying like things are whitewashed because I don't know all the facts and I just don't like to bring it up. But it feels kind of like they're like American washing that, you know, like if you're going to do it with all English speaking actors, just forego the accents. I'm with you there. How hard is it to just transplant that into American uh, like setting oh you want to bring the whole i think that would be hard dude it would have to be in alaska because the the setting is so important you know what i mean he feels so isolated and alone and scared and and part of that a big part of that is that he's left alone on this island near the top of the world yeah put it in fucking michigan there's tons of lakes put it in north dakota no one has ever been to north dakota (laughs) didn't didn't you live there no i lived in south dakota Listen, when are they going to settle their differences and just be one big Dakota? Well, South Dakota is <laughs> an actual place. North Dakota is like Wyoming, minus the people. If you say so. It's inhabited by bears and moose. Meeses. The meeses. The moose. Flock, flock of moosin. And in the woodenism. In the woods. In the woods. In woods. <laughs> I'm glad we all know what that's from. <laughs> Well, I want to hurry and, uh, quickly um, talk about the actual actors themselves real quick mm-hmm. uh, because uh, there's a lot of people in this show that we have actually seen before on movies that, we, uh, that we've that we actually already uh, seen. 
and review it on from the same movie. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just gonna go ahead, and what I'm gonna do on this one, I mean, uh, I'm just gonna take like the top five per uh, people listed on IMDb list the top four movies that they are known for, um, and then see uh, let you know what they have been in that we've reviewed. So first off, of course, uh, is Daniel Craig. You know him from obviously uh, he's the most recent. Uh, James Bond, so he's in all of the recent, and that's pretty much what he's known for on IMDb: uh, Casino Royale, Skyfall, Spectre, and then Quantum of Solace. Uh, but as far as what we have seen recently, uh, he's on Knives Out, that we, the last movie that we just reviewed, which as something I want to actually bring up in the Swedish version. Uh, after the person that hires him has a heart attack and like the whole family is sitting inside the um waiting room i was just thinking i'm like oh my god this uh, this reminds me of knives out and then we go into this one uh, or into the english version and daniel craig and as well as christopher Plummer are both in it and i'm like wow that's a it's quite the coincidence <laughs> i forgot christopher Plummer was in knives out yeah so it was is that the old guy? Yeah, he's the one who killed himself. He's the guy that um, wrote the books. That's interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Wait, who? I can't think of that. Christopher Plummer? He's got the... Oh, I was thinking of the guy who killed himself in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I was like, I don't know anyone who no. kills himself in the American version. No, so, so in the English version, uh, Christopher Plummer plays the person that hires him. Uh, yeah. Bloomfisk. The, the, Mr. Vanger. Yeah. Fonger, Vanger. Vanger group. Yep. Hanger, man. Ooh, fun fact. Um, Christopher Plummer also can do German accent pretty well, or Swedish accent pretty well, because he was the dad in The Sound of Music. There you go. Don't know if you guys knew that. Well, next uh, is Rooney Mara. So she is the girl that played Lisbeth. Uh, she's known for Carol, uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. She's also in the social network and side effects, uh, which looking at her picture, I was like, Oh my gosh, she looks so familiar. Uh, the thing that I've seen with her in, uh, is she actually plays princess tiger Lily in pan. The one where it has, um, speaking of white, <laughs> it's the one that has um god i'm drawing a blank on his name freaking x-men Jack, Wolverine, uh, hugh jackman that's it jackman. yeah the one with hugh jackman, jackman. in it <laughs> so she plays princess tiger lily in that one jackman. but uh and then of course uh christopher Plummer, which we had already gone over uh he's known for uh beginners uh in from 2010 he's been in, around for quite some time of course uh the insider all the money in the world and a beautiful mind uh also in knives out that we recently watched uh and then we got stole uh i pronounce his name for wrong all the time stellan skarsgård i can say yeah. his last name great but his first name is the one i <laughs> struggle with which is freaking crazy all of the amount of kids that he has that's also in film now too yeah one of his sons was in it as Pennywise? Yeah, his son did Pennywise. Um, his uh, Another son uh, is in uh, Vikings. He plays Floki. And then... Then and, there is um, freaking what's-his-name who was in Tarzan. 
Yep. Uh, and then there's the one, yeah, the Tarzan. He, that's the other one that I was thinking of. He also was in True Blood. So if you like any of those, they're all of his kids. <laughs> he is known for Goodwill Hunting, uh, Nymphomaniac Volume 1. Uh, that one's got Shia LaBeouf in it. I was going to say, I was like, I think that's the one with Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Mama Mia and Amstead. So, I actually really like Selen Skarsgård. I think he's a really good actor, honestly. Um, and then lastly, uh, I the, again this was the top five. Uh, Stephen Burkoff, which Stephen Burkoff uh played Frode. <laughs> so I don't think he's in anything that we've reviewed. Uh, but he's known for Octopussy, which is another James Bond movie. Uh, the Tourist, A Clockwork Orange, and Beverly Hills Cop. Who was the A Clockwork Orange? Uh, Frode. He there was the character uh, Stephen Burkoff. Right, that, and he played Stephen Burkoff in A Clockwork Orange. Oh no, Stephen Burkoff is the name of the actor. In Clockwork Orange, uh, looks like um, Tom. Is that hmm. Right. Yeah, the Droogs. Sure. A Clockwork Orange is a really cool book slash movie. Um, it was by freaking what's his name, the guy who did 2001: Space Odyssey. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? What's his name? Mel Brooks. No, I wish that would be so cool for him to direct that. Freaking Stanley Kubrick, the guy who did The Shining. Um, but it's really interesting because the guy who wrote the book invented a whole new language, basically. And uh, it's cool as you watch the movie slash read the book, you like learn this language because you have to. They talk in this slang. You have to know what they're saying because they don't. They don't. There's no subtitles and they don't speak any differently. So it's really kind of an interesting thing that I dig a lot. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've honestly never seen Clockwork a Clockwork Orange. Neither have I. I can tell. I don't think Tyler that you'd really like it all that much. I don't know about you, Anto. You have taste. Tyler doesn't have any taste. Dude, Indiana <laughs> Jones sucks. What does? Indiana Jones. See? Why would Tyler like any of the classics? Yeah, when they're all garbage. They're all poopy. But uh, I hope, I'm glad you guys like this. This is, like I said, one of my favorite, my all-time favorite director directed one of this. And then we should watch Seven. He did Fight Club. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Fight Club. Yeah, I've seen Fight Club. David Fincher did Fight Club. He did Gone Girl. He did Social Network. He did The Mysterious Case of Benjamin Button, strangely enough. Oh, who doesn't <laughs> love that movie? I actually have not seen that one. I'm not a I fan. either. I always get that one confused with what's eating Gilbert Grapes or whatever. Another fun fact about that one, Leonardo DiCaprio missed out on an Oscar that year because nobody knew he was the kid from like Growing Pains or whatever the stupid thing he was in, whatever sitcom. And they thought that he was actually handicapped. So that he wasn't acting, so he was uh, snubbed for the Oscar. Oh no! Because he was so good at playing a handicapped child that uh, everyone thought he was really handicapped. That's too bad. I know. My heart goes out to him. Think about all the memes we could have avoided if they would have just given him his dues. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> like not even funny memes. Like shut up. I think yeah. the I think the funniest thing that I've ever seen with him winning his first Oscar is after they give you the Oscar. It's the one that they give you on stage is just a prop, uh-huh. um, and then you get your real one later on. And then someone like hand engraves 
like under uh, the plaque or something. And it was the him talking to the person. He goes, huh? He's like, you, you do this every year? He's like, I wouldn't know. So <laughs> hmm. that's funny. Be better at acting. He should be better at acting. Why isn't he? I don't know, man. <laughs> he needs to grow up. Yeah, that foolish fool. Speaking of growing up, that cat did not get to grow up. Oh, yeah, the cat. Like, my wife ducked out. Courtney's like, nope, the cat got hurt. I'm out of here. I got, I was sad when I saw it, and I got more sad when I saw, like, how it was positioned. Oh, yeah, was it, was it a swastika? <laughs> yeah, it was a swastika. It looked like four Fs. <laughs> Pretty, I didn't know it was going to come off like that. Pretty sure you did. Pretty sure you did. Yeah, it was fucked up. I didn't see the head either. I think they took it off. Or I just didn't see it. Stuff was missing. Yeah, there's a lot of parts in this show that I was like, oh my god. Like, the whole sexual assault. Wait, and yeah, then, the blowjobs, like, it's just like she said. She's like, I was not expecting you to be this messed up. So, that's my that's on me. That's my fault. You know? She's like, I thought it was just gonna be another blowjob again, you pervert. But it turns out, you're the worst man on earth. Dude, she really gave it to him in the, uh, I think the American version. When she kicks the dildo into his butt so hard, it's squishy here. Fucking like, yeah, dude. It's just squishy noises. It's not like it's so far up. <laughs> and then the way that she just like left those clippers, like that dude didn't get out of there. <laughs> no. It seemed like she was more savage, like in the long run with him, though, in the Swedish version, because uh, as she has like hacks everybody. And I, I might be crossing the two, but essentially, uh, she goes back and cause she pretty much tells him like, anytime you see a review about me, you're going to give me all stars or whatever, like the highest rating uh, review, uh, that you can ever give. And she's tracks, uh, traps him in the elevator and she goes, I didn't really like your review. The last one you gave me. And he's like completely scared. And she goes, Oh, Hey, and by the way, uh, stop looking up tattoo removal websites. He's like, if you do that again, uh, I'm going to put another one right on your forehead. Oh, yeah, that was that was in the English one, too. Yeah, she's tough. And I'm glad. I'm really glad she got him back because I really didn't want um, a story of, like, sexual assault and nothing happening to the perpetrator. Yeah, it's good that he got what was coming to him. Yeah. And at first I was like, God damn. But I was like, no, you know what? It's uh, it's super fitting. Well, maybe something more could have happened, but because he's probably done that with multiple women. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, yeah. He like he and he's in a position of power where it's like that's super fucked up. Yeah, I feel like people in a position of power who abuse it should be punished more severely. That's I, I think he was. Yeah, we all heard the squish with the metal dildo. Oh man, it was brutal. In the Swedish one, she just had like a little plastic one or rubber or non-metal. Yeah, it was very clearly a uh it was a rough go. Basically a fucking nightstick, dude. Yeah, it's what do you do? Got to watch through it. I know, but yeah, it just that one's rough cuz it just came out of nowhere. Like I don't know if about you guys, but the first time I was I saw it, I was not prepared for uh a hardcore anal rape. No. <laughs> I was also not prepared for uh, Martin when he takes Mikhail. Oh, yeah. That was such a good twist. 
Yeah. And I, like, I don't know which I like better, the American way or the Swedish version. Because in the American one, he uses gas, right? To knock him out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In the Swedish one... He drugs his alcohol. He... No, he injects him with a syringe. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Okay, yeah, so he goes to the other room, and he's wondering, like, where, why he's taking so long, and all of a sudden, he's behind him and injects him. That's right. Yeah, and he wakes up, and he's, like, he's not in the fun contraption that's in the American version, but he's, like, tied to a chair, and then he gets a, a bag, like a plastic bag put over his head and something around his neck, like a little noose. Hmm. I need to sit down and watch it. But... All in all, good, good, good movie. Like top, top fifty movie probably for me. Um, I can see that. I really liked it. I wish that uh, David Fincher directed Snowpiercer, so that could be justifiably in my top. Oh, it could be good. You don't know what you're talking. No, the sad thing is I do. Movie. Do you guys have any quotes that you remember from the movie? Because I have one that's hilarious and sick. Okay, well, I want to hear it. So it's in the American one. <laughs> and it's when Martin's talking to him when he's uh, all strung up. And he's like, we both have urges. Mine just require more towels. <laughs> I forgot oh. he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? God damn, bro. Yeah, that's absolutely wild. <laughs> I forgot he said stuff like that. I don't know yeah. who... Uh, I don't know if I have any like quotes that are like, this is so good. I couldn't think of really any like not that the dialogue isn't good, but because it's I think it's really good. It's like a lot of things about this movie are good, but that one just stood out to me because it's like Martin is a sick fuck. He really is. Jeez. And the whole story with Harriet, like when it the truth finally comes out. And what's wild to me is that the Harriet part was like my least favorite part of the, of the, the story. What do you mean Harriet part? Like the whole Harriet uh, at at the end, like like it's cool that they wrapped that up, but like, oh, I think that's fair. No, not that it's not, but it's uh, I don't know. It's a part that like I just like, oh yeah. No, I think it's fair that you feel that way. I don't think it's something that I I'm gonna just assume most people aren't like, man, I love that so much over everything else in the movie. It's like I think it's a good way to wrap it, and I. I like that she comes home to Papa Vanger, Uncle Vanger. Uh, yeah, it was a feel-good ending to a movie that arguably is not feel-good at all. No offense to the Swedish Harriet, but she was in Australia, and she looked like a man. That's a requirement <laughs> for moving in. There were times where I was like, is that just a man dressed up? Could they not get anyone else? Because I think it's because her skin is so fucking tan. And the shark or the the stark contrast between her dark skin and her blonde hair, it kind of made her hair look fake. Hmm. Hot take. Yeah. Fake Harriet hair. Harriet, more like Harry. Um, that's dope. All right. So, what are we gonna rate this? Mm, I'd give it like an eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Eight and a half, maybe. If I'm like really. I think I'd give it an eight. Actually, I think I'd, I'd give both. I'd give it a nine. I just love David Fincher's director directing style so much. Uh, I'd have to say it's consistent with you guys. Uh, I'd say an eight as well. I would bump. I, I 
I want to bump one of them up to like 8.5, but I can't because they both have things I like more than the other. And so it doesn't feel fair. But eight's eight's good. I would definitely say that the Swedish version for me would be higher. Um, it, I wouldn't necessarily like a full point. So yeah, like the 8.5. Because I do like the Swedish version better. But the English version was still really well. The English version had, I think, a better like soundtrack and music. But I think the yeah. Swedish version had... I didn't even do or talk about music. Man, Trent Reznor did this. The famously of Nine Inch Nails. Oh, really? Yes. I'd like a whole. But also, the opening credits I thought were really interesting. Oh, yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah, that was really... <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that was a whole, like, freaking James Bond intro for for this. Yeah, I was... was I, they were saying that um, they were all supposed to represent uh, Elizabeth's greatest fears. Bugs coming out of her eyes. Yeah, like, if she was having nightmares, what would it look like to her? Why didn't I, why didn't I see any kung fu? <laughs> Nightmare, not dream. Oh, you're right. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Because it was so weird, it just didn't feel connected. I figured it had something to do with the show, though. Because why yeah. else would they put it? Well, and like I said, Trent Reznor did it. And Trent Reznor had won the Oscar for the next movie he did with David Fincher. Um, which was The Social Network. Oh, I've never seen it. Me neither. I need to. I've seen it. It's. I wouldn't say it's the most interesting, because it's literally just about Mark Zuckerberg make, making Facebook. So. And isn't he such a douche? He is a douche. <laughs> yeah. Who isn't? The Winklevoss twins? I don't know who they are. Uh, the Winklevoss twins are... People that Mark Zuckerberg screwed over to. Uh... Yeah, so they originally hired him to make a website, and uh, instead of making that website, he made Facebook, uh, and they actually paid him to do the make the website. So the fact that he didn't deliver on that was like a big thing. Um, and then his friend that he had gotten like some algorithm from or whatnot that he pretty much like made became business partners with uh eventually he like phased him out too um yeah it, it's it's crazy he's a shrewd businessman which wow a piece of shit oh but really i want to hurry and bring up real th- one thing real quick for you trey um the act the girl who plays Lisbeth in the swedish version is nomi rapace I probably said that wrong. I do apologize. Um, but she is recently in like the new um, alien movies. So she's in like Prometheus uh, and then like Covenant, uh, Alien Covenant. She plays uh, Elizabeth Shaw. Mm. So she does a lot of good uh, English um, roles as well. So, yeah. I, I can take that. I, uh, yeah, all in all, like, tip top this movie is maybe as good as uh not quite as good i i I still think i take snowpiercer over this one ow what yeah i still think i take snowpiercer over this jesus christ i would not that's no that's a no (laughs) listen guys there's no accounting for taste yeah you don't have none (laughs) that hurts you guys (laughs) well 
Snowpiercer's so good. I wish you guys liked it more. <laughs> Dude, that's like saying, yeah, Snowpiercer, I think it's better than Knives Out. I mean, I enjoyed Snowpiercer. I'm not bashing on it. Um, Snowpiercer is better than Knives Out. I, I would have to say no to that. What's better, what's better than Snowpiercer? So far on the show, or the stuff we've reviewed, nothing. Oh my. We've reached it, folks. The pinnacle. <laughs> wow. The pinnacle of Trey's folly. Of Trey's folly. Snowpiercer. <laughs> oh god. I'm sorry, you guys hate good things that are good. I don't hate it, I just understand the difference between quality and, and Snowpiercer falls short, man. You're high as a kite. Well, to expand on your little Snowpiercer rant about uh, being involved with Willy Wonka, um, mm-hmm. the remake, uh, the Charlie in the Chalk Factory, the one with um, freaking, I don't know why I'm yeah, drawing right. blinks on names, but... Uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Uh, that one's actually in the same universe as Batman. Like Tim Burton's Batman? Yeah. Because, uh, really? yeah, the same, <laughs> so <laughs> the, the chemical that, um, Joker falls into is Smilex or whatever. Um, and that's the same brand as the toothpaste that the dad works at the plant. Wow. I don't, I haven't ever watched that movie though. The Tim Burton remake of. It's okay. Yeah, Actually, it's very really okay. Big Fish. <laughs> Have you ever seen Big Fish? Yeah. I think so. That's a Tim Burton movie that is not your normal Tim Burton style, and I like that a lot. Big Fish is actually one of my uh, is probably one of my higher rated movies. It's really good. I dig it a lot. It was it was, but well, there's, guys, there, there's always a bigger fish. Any uh, thing else to add? Uh, no. What are we watching next? Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Right? So. Yeah, what we're going to watch next is called The Frankenstein Chronicles. Uh, this is a Netflix original uh, with Sean Bean. So if you're a fan of Sean Bean, definitely watch The, the Frankenstein Chronicles. Uh, it's set in England, like 1817, around that area, uh, don't, time period. Uh, I don't know exactly um, the time period. But essentially, Sean Bean is a detective, in a, in a sense, Um and he is investigating a crime where a body washed up on shore. Uh, it's a, pretty much a, a body stitched together of different people's body parts. So go ahead and watch that. Again, it is available on Netflix. So you will need a Netflix subscription. Go ahead and borrow that from your parents and go ahead and watch it. Why are you acting like our listeners can't afford their own Netflix? I'm going off of my own experiences here, okay? They can afford their own. They can afford to support us on Patreon. (laughs) That's true. Get on there for those (laughs) foot pics. Just fix yourselves. (laughs) So with that being said as well, go ahead and visit us on all of our social medias. Uh, You can go ahead and find us on Twitter. Uh, Our handle is at SeaWatchingPod. We are also on uh, Instagram, but not much activity on there. Uh, Continue watching pod. Uh, facebook.com slash continue watching you can get a link to our youtube through our website anchor.fm slash continue watching and brand new uh, we have patreon uh, i'm still setting up like tiers of rewards and all that stuff but you should still be able to uh, donate if you want uh, again no pressure uh, patreon.com slash continue watching
Pressure. Donate. <laughs> Alrighty. See everybody, and remember to continue watching. Bye. Sayonara. Goodbye.